Good evening. Welcome back. We are back like Masana. Yes, plenty back. Um, but anyway, <laughs> welcome to it is us, the terrible trio. The ah, uh, Anyway, it's it's the clubhouse. We're back. And yeah, Six Nations was awesome. A bit underwhelming, but anyway, we'll talk about that. I am joined as usual by Dragon. Stuffing his face, and that's why time. he can't I'm speak. Swallowing. <laughs> I'm just swallowing. Uh, I can, man. You I like, can. you like to swallow, don't you? That's <laughs> Ow. That is off. That is off. <laughs> Sorry, are you eating? If you're not swallowing, please, gentlemen, mind out of the gutter. And of course, honey balls, HP, the furniture, furniture. movie. <laughs> why 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 can't we let that go? It wouldn't be the same if we did. <laughs> yeah, it really wouldn't. It really, it's, it's a thing. Why can't yeah, you it's get a thing. just be PC? Haven't you noticed that everything is going PC even in rugby? Huh? Guys, just be just be PC. I mean, what would people like Flippy Floppy do if they didn't know about your furniture moving? They would live a better life. Wow. They would live a better life. Less entertaining, but anyway. Alright, so... <laughs> so, obviously, we just want to talk about the Six Nations. Round two is done and dusted. Um, and that's it. So, Super Rugby. Uh, preseason games are going on. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, guys? I mean, the Chiefs... The Chiefs, the Crusade... The Hurricanes got spanked hey, hey, by the hey, island. Hey, hey. What was that? 42-19. 40, There's no need to discuss the Hurricanes warm-up game. Warm-up. Are we sure it's I mean, like, we, we, we... I mean, the whole squad, like, played. Like, everyone. Everyone. Even that dude that is not even contracted was on the ground. <laughs> let's not let's not read too much into it. We we're gonna are have a killer saying, squad. Are you saying you've got a weak squad? No no no. I mean, got... how, do take, how do you take Brad Shields back and make him captain after he ditched New Zealand rugby to go and play for England? Hey, he made the decision he had to make at the time. I don't blame him for it. He, you know, it was quite sad at the time that he left. I was a big fan of his. Um. That was quite a weird choice because I thought they would have actually gone with Duplessis, um, but they swerved him, which was quite strange. Yeah, but we all know what Dukes, what's killing Dukes. What is to it? To be honest, he's not a line-out option. No, but Dukes is actually... So when you look at it, over the last... Um, okay, last last year he played a number of games off the bench, but that was because they were using a combination of Flanders... Um, RD and ba 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 ba. Oh my God, I've forgotten. Plumtree. No, no, Plumtree hardly played. He moved to the Blues last year. Um, Iose was also coming. Him and Iose were swapping around, if I'm correct. And oh, and Lakai. Lakai as well. Yes. Um, but you know what, Duplessis is. He's, he's fire. I actually think when I look at the way Yossi was playing last year, if he keeps that same form and uh, same form for this season, it'll be hard to justify Brad Shields starting in the Canes team. But of course, this is just me not knowing what's happening in the camp, who's fit, who's doing what. So, you know, I, I see a combination. What would be great to see is maybe like I had eight, um, him or Yossi, and then... Flanders definitely needs to keep playing. I rate him, and I think he just, with more time, he's just going to become better and better. And then for that fight on the ground, you're going to need uh, Duplessis. No, Grieve is a monster. He's, he's he's a when monster. he's on form, he is just, he's special. Yeah, but I, I don't see him being an all black for some reason. But I think. An all black is too early. I think it's too early to call it, actually. I'll retract that statement. I think it's too early to call. I think there's plenty of rugby to be played, and we should just be patient, watch, and see how he does. 
<laughs> true, true. Strange things have happened. I mean, if you look at how the Crusaders have been successful with, with Christie, and he's not really a line-out option either. So there's ways around it, I think. Um, and I think Reza is one of those players that rewards players, coaches that rewards players that are, are playing well. And he'll find a way to have the best players on the park. So who knows? Who is um, coaching Crusaders this year? I actually have no idea who the new coach is. I read up on it. It's not Sean Everett, is it? No. It could be. It could be. It's Sean Everett. They won won the last game. They They beat Bristol, isn't it? Yeah, they beat Bristol. I mean, they lost to Munster, but like... Yeah. You know, Munster is romanticism. But anyway, look. Speaking of Munster... Speaking of Irish rugby, my goodness, either Italy were exceedingly poor or <laughs> Ireland were just that good. I said Which this is two weeks back, guys. Mm-hmm. I said it two weeks back and you guys judged me. for No, no, no. Said... I was on your side and I said the same thing. And Gavin was like, Italy have come back on the World Cup a better team. Exactly. They have. No. I know they have. No, they're not. I they just played, they played a very shit England. Who they would have done there. things to, by the way, in, in case we didn't mistake in that one. Exactly. And they just not... Look, I, I do believe Italy can really play but way above got no, what they're currently doing. Um, they've got no set piece. In time, they will. That's what, That's my point exactly, that... This Italy side, to me, is the same side they played at the World Cup. They weren't great there. And they're still, now with the change of coach and everything, they're still finding themselves. I think, give them up until next year, and I believe it will be a, a damn good side. I don't know. Um, what did I say? The, and I possibly like beat, beat Wales again. I, I don't agree. <laughs> they're Look, lacking in midfield. Generally. I don't agree. To, to me, Italy... It's going, Gav. Yeah, no, I'm saying Italy. Okay, Italy. First of all, their front row. I don't know what the hell is happening at scrum time. They're not great. It's it's actually it's sad. That's the first thing. The second thing is that they they're lacking a midfield. I think the midfield was just overpowered, um, outfoxed. I mean, it, to be fair to what's his name Crowley. Oh, he had a good game. He was enjoying himself, but they just made it a, a bit too easy defensively. And I think their attacking structure, again, they're just missing. They could have done with maybe actually. They needed a they need a a big ball carrier. They need a big ball carrier. But 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 I think further to that, I don't think they're playing at. Or they're training at the level that the Irish, that Ireland are training at in terms of, you look at Leinster and look at how they train. You look at Munster, look at how they train. You know, they're missing that at the moment. They're missing that sort of urgency and intensity. And, and it really could tell, it really told when they were defending they were in the positions to make the tackles, but they just were making it. They just were making it. And they were making elementary mistakes, you know. And it was just like, really? Guys. But when they did string phases together and they did get their runners their runners going, they looked pretty, pretty damn good. They looked pretty damn good. So I don't think all is lost. I think they're in a team in transition. 100%. I agree. And you know what, I, I was watching, I think it was when I was watching the Scotland game, and you realize rugby has kind of gone back to the old, you know, your old uh, inside center, right? He had big, powerful ball carrier, and you cannot, at the moment, all the teams that are successful were at least doing a decent job at it, have it. And if you look at how Scotland have managed to do it, Tuipolotu has brought that to the Scottish side at the moment. Uh, Ireland of Bandiaki, um, New Zealand brought in Geordie Barrett, um, South Africa, 
Damien Dielander and 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 Esther is in monsters. Um, you can just go on and on and on. And you're right to say, at the moment you can't see who's going to do that, and you know what, who's going to do, play that role for Italy. Um, and I think it's 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 now something that is. You can get away without having it, but it makes it a lot more difficult. That's what I think, at least. You know, it's it's not going to be easy if you don't have that uh, big ball carrier. In the same honestly, <clears throat> and I think where and another place where Italy are failing to really kick on is that yes, they might have a couple of good juniors here and there, but there's no there's no long term plan. I mean, if you look at I don't know if you guys saw the under-26 nation. Their, their right wing is an absolute monster. I mean, he single-handedly destroyed that Irish team. They should have won that game, Italy. There were, there were stingy penalties by the ref, you know. But anyway, I mean, Ireland kept on getting away with, <laughs> with lying all over the ball, rolling out on the wrong side. But that, that, that Italian winger, this kid is like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and he was literally, he was swatting the Irish players off him like flies. If you get that, that size, and you upskill him, there's your ball, there's your ball carrier, there's your gain line guy. And I think because he's a wing, he can manage the defensive, the lateral movements. Because as, as a 12, your, your lateral defensive movement needs to be quite good. Yeah. Um, and they need to start focusing on him. I just don't think they have the long-term plans. They'll be like, oh, he's been great at under 20. He'll just carry on. Let's not develop something more. I mean, Manoni, who eventually became the best 12 in the world, that project started in 2005, and we only saw it really playing dividends, paying dividends when? 10 years later. Well, and it, and it was nearly thrown out as well, eh? Remember that exactly. was a project that they almost gave up on as well. But I mean, look, to be fair on them as well is to say it, it's it's still very early days and you've got... And, and what I believe they also need to try and look at is find ways to get more of their players. I know they want to develop Italian rugby, but more of their players need to get out of the Italian setups. Exactly. And into... Um, setups yeah. that are a lot more, like you said, the training. Better. The training is different. The competitive, the level of competitiveness is up there, and even your, your, like you're saying, from a coaching perspective, an environment that can upskill a player. That's just the reality yeah. of it, and exactly. I, and it's required. They need to find a plan around that. I mean, look at guys like Paulo Dogu now. Okay, he's back at Benetton. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Lewis Liner is now moving to Benetton, but you're like, you're getting so much more. You're gaining so much more from playing in the Premiership week in, week out. You know, there's some good rugby that's played in that in that Premiership, that Gallagher Premiership. Yeah. For you to now go and play for Benetton where, yeah, you know Juma every once in a while. It's, it's, it's great, but really... You kind of know you're almost guaranteed to play every weekend. It yeah. becomes a problem. A major problem. A major mm. problem. Is Lewis Liner, he's, he's going to Benetton. He wants to play for Italy. So the England project uh, has been abandoned? No. He grew <laughs> up in it. So it's not an England project. No, remember his dad was pretty hopeful that that would be the move he would make. And he should have been, in my opinion, but it is what it is. His dad has also got the other brother, though, who is in Australia. He went back. Yeah, no, yeah. He, he stayed. He, did he go back where he stayed? No, he stayed. He went to school in Australia. Yeah. It's tricky, eh? Italy, do they play any other tournaments besides the Six Nations yearly? No. No. It would be... They need to they need to expand their experience gathering, like you're saying, because otherwise they're not going to go anywhere. 
if they're going to have one serious tournament every year at the beginning of the year, then nothing else happens. It doesn't so help guy. It also doesn't help a guy like Monty, uh, or no, no, what's his name? Yoani going to going back to Australia to play Super Rugby. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. I mean, that's that's like he may as well have just stayed in Italy if he was going to go end up playing in Australia. I'm not trying that's to hate. No, 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 no. I'm not trying to be a dick or nothing. But I don't. Okay, let's let, let me say something that's gonna that's not gonna please you guys. Okay, it's to me, me it's, it's exactly. Well, do you know? It's just that. You can't leave Italy to go play in Australia. Go and try and make one of the are New you, Zealand. Are you signs. joking right now? It's like no, no, no. Let's be, let's let's call a spade a spade, dog. Those sides are also not doing much for their. Sorry. Players. So you you think that you can come from Italy and go in Kwana in New Zealand? You may as well. Is <laughs> that what you're what saying? I, listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying he's better off going to fight for a place there. Why not even go to Australia and, and warm up your settings first before you go ah. and Kwana? You, you can't come from Italy and go and try and Kwana in New Zealand, brah. You can't. What a guy. Go to Australia and warm up. Argentina. Argentina. What rugby are they playing in Argentina? I don't even know. I don't is even they, know. Is there a local league there? No, there is. Yeah, there is. No, no, no. What we're saying is competitive, like hectically competitive, um, to the levels of URC, Super Rugby, that kind of stuff. I think mm, not quite. Yeah. yeah. Well, because yeah, he 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 wouldn't make it in in New Zealand. He needs to go and uh, try and see what the settings are like in Australia first. Then I guess you can so. try and I guess if, lateral. If you want super rugby just for the sake of saying you're in super rugby, then it's fine. I mean, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like Jules that is suddenly wants to tell us I could have played for Samoa at the World Cup. Listen, what did you think? You thought you were going to get an all black cap again? Ish. Go. He Ngosia. All right, the violence is on today. I see. What's Let wrong go. with you, bro? No, Damn. No, no, no. There's nothing Damn, wrong. I'm just, I'm just stating facts here. <laughs> You're just being angry. There's too many people that are just doing things. Here. Living in delusion. To Lululand. I mean... But anyway, but anyway, yeah. Back to Italy. I mean, we they do really need to find a plan. And you know what? Also, I don't know why more unions are not doing this thing where they kind of second players to other countries and other unions. It works. Yeah. It works. It's not something new. There's no reinventing the wheel here. It's been when done. You, when you point that out, right, at this current moment in time, are unions not trying to hold on to their players and using team, team, national team um, jerseys as ransom against anyone who's not playing in those leagues? So that might have been done in the past, but what's the current environment like? I think there are certain places where you can. Look, teams are always looking for someone that can add value. And we're not saying this guy is necessarily going to walk straight into it. But what we want is for the player to go into a setup where he can develop as an individual, right? And at mm-hmm. the same time, fight for a jersey in that kind of in that setup. I mean, look at Jimeno, guys. Okay. I, he, yep. was, he, was, he was already a decent player. but I think That is very true. Going into that New Zealand setup, the, or the Highlanders setup, it it took him to another level. Yep, that we get what I'm saying. Yep, and, and I think it's just the level of having guys that are around you that are that are at that level. They they're making you shine. We've seen it with some of our Zimbabwean kids that that are playing. I mean, I, you look at Tinoma Wesira. I mean, rubbing shoulders with some of the the, the the better players in the world, it makes a hell of a difference. Getting that that getting those nuggets from top players, it helps improve your game. Mm-hmm. So they only stand yeah, but, to benefit. Yeah, but Tino has already made an adamantium. You know well, that too. Yeah, that dude. I don't know what the what the hell that dude ate growing up, but holy crap! <laughs> it's like jeez. Now nah, that kid is he's made of got something. I don't yeah, know. but look, yeah, I don't. It's tricky because as as much as 
you want to do that. You can't do it on a case. You can't build a big case for everyone being allowed to do that. No, no, hundred you know, percent. And that's the therein lies the problem is you can have your your Tinoma you can have your Tafua Mafura, you can have even your Shingi. You know? Shingi Manyarare. Or your Magranyanga. You can have yeah. these guys. Which is great. Don't get me wrong. But the reality of it is four or five people do not make a team. Four or five people do not make a World Cup qualification. And that, therein lies the problem. It's a systemic issue. Yes, you can have your Himeno, but look at the league that he'd left to go to go get better for Japan. Mm. He'd left a country with a league that was thriving, that was already, already garnering interest. A league that has, you know, that's that's got the money behind it. And that the problem is the these guys, you see, so the guy, why... Italy aren't successful is because, again, they have guys who have left, who are pretty. They had um, guys like Campagnaro back in the day. They had the Castro Giovannis of this world. Yeah. You know, and Perise, guys who were playing outside of Italy, who were, like Perise is arguably the best number eight to ever live. Right? Dude, he was arguably. Amazing. Arguably. I'm saying arguably before anyone gets in their fears. Um, Bok fans, um, you know, he was arguably the greatest eight to have ever played the game. But look, he, he while he has that distinction, look where it took the rest of Italian rugby. Not very far, you see. So you need you need more than just one, two, three, four, five guys playing competitively. You know? Yeah, hundred percent true. Fijian, the Fijian resurgence is not because they had um what's his names if I'm missing them. Not because they had Penny Ravi playing in France or who's the dude from La Rochelle again? Levani. No yes exactly yeah Botia or you know they, they oh, it's not because they had those odd guys. It was literally because of the Fijian Drua. That's it. The Fijian Drua. That's how they got so good. That's how they, they started to shake the world up. You know? Because and they started, unearthing, they started unearthing a lot more talent that they could see was able to step up, isn't it? Exactly. So what I'm saying is essentially... They need to look at it on a more holistic level. I don't think they have enough player, quality of player, to have two fully professional teams taking on the rest of Europe. I think they need to condense it and have one. And basically, that's the predominant. Look at what the Jaguars did for Argentine rugby. But, but will that not congest... So does that no, does, does it not congest is, the uh, the pipeline? No, 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 no. This is the thing. They've got their own professional league, right? They've got they can have all these other teams. Because Vanaka Visano back in the day, rugby Roma, Calafero, rugby Sandona, all these dudes they can still play, but they don't play anything further than Challenge Cup. They fight the Challenge Cup. They play their league. The winner of that league plays in Challenge Cup. Benetton. And uh, Treviso and Zebra, they come together, they play as I don't know, they can call themselves like Legionaris or whatever they want to call themselves, whatever. They play in the Champions Cup. Those are the guys that play, the, the, the elite of the elite will play in their competition. Because think about it, it's time in the shadow, it's mileage together, it's together. They can play as a pseudo national team. They oh yeah, okay. Okay. Camps and so, on. so they need to structure it that way. Yes, I know there's a bit of an argument over okay, so rugby can't be based only in Treviso, which is in the north. What about Parma? Guys, that doesn't make sense. You can cross that bridge when you get to it, when you've actually got more really good professionals. Once the train is rolling. Exactly. So I think they should do that. 
That's actually a very good idea. I'd... The case for for iteration is always a good one. Start with what you have and iterate to make it perfect. Because the, the, the thing where we always look to make something perfect before we start is is not the way we should be doing things. Well, well I also believe that there's a point where you need to make a choice. All right? And I've had this discussion brought up a number of times in, in a number of groups to say, okay, what are we trying to achieve? Okay, we, you know, the first thing is knowing what your goals are. Um, and that goes without, say, generally in life. But what I think is nowadays there's there's pretty there's pretty much two ways to look at it at least for for most teams. So you look at teams like New Zealand that are looking for dominance right through, including the World Cup. So they they will chase dominance in the lead up as well as during the and the actual tournament itself. And I believe, like for me, I now look at South Africa's approach, which to me is more about the World Cup that four-year cycle and what we're going to achieve at that World Cup. And, and it, it kind of, that decision, making that decision nice and early helps you start aligning your approach to see the results, you know, and then and, and be able to measure them according to what you're actually chasing. And right. if you look at what, what you were talking about there, Gav, the first thing that comes to mind is to say, okay, look, if they're going to go, I think their first goal should be, let's try win three games in a Six Nations, we'll say two games. They've won one already, which is great. Let's let's build up to in our second year before the World Cup. We want to at least win two games, um, possibly in a row, against one of the nations that are in the Six Nations, or target a third place or fourth place. Yeah, but they did, but look, they did that. They did that when they had the Golden Generation. The yeah. Golden Generation with Casper Giovanni. With but Trump they never won a game. With the, no, they did. What are you talking about? With the Burger Masco boys. Yes, what did they, they did. They, they, they tried France. I remember one year they beat France and they beat Scotland. So, so last year was just beating Wales then? Yeah. They, 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 but they, they beat France and Scotland. They didn't beat Ireland one year. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. But either way, they need to pick which which is their battle and plan towards that battle. Yeah, but planning towards that battle requires him being in the same location for long. Yeah. Guys, this is a formula that has been used. Name, you name a country. You name any tier two slash tier one on the border, on the edge country. And it's there. Look at Japan. Japan beat the box. Because, again, the Sun Wolves were cheap. They, they were, were in existence. Yep. The Sun Wolves were in existence. At the rise of Argentine rugby, it wasn't now just your one or two guys, your, oh, I can't believe I've forgotten his name. The, the, the El Matador, what's El Matador? Your Hernandez and Contopomi and those guys. Yeah, they were playing outside. But Argentina never really, never really sparked the imagination. You know, they were always just a World Cup team. They were never yeah. really contenders, you know, during t- during the, the test match windows. Until... Yeah, yeah, Exactly. And then they became serious contenders. So there needs to be a sort of deliberate thought process and deliberate attitude towards this. And they move um, on and they move forward that way. That's literally it. I mean, these Italian under-20s now. They lost to the Irish by a point. They were bloody good. They were robbed, in fact, to be honest with you. They were robbed by the ref and also by uh, by Odogbo, by young Odogbo's. Hey, <laughs> that kid, that Odogbo kid, him and his brother Edwin. Ah, dude, them Nigerians going to be running things. That you should have seen us try. I've never seen a flanker that big that powerful move at that pace and naturally the big Nigerians huge <laughs> but I mean, doing their thing I know massive but you see if they keep that team together right if it, if it we keep that team together they enter that team and it happens in stages they enter that team into the domestic comp to to qualify to play challenge cup they play tag they play challenge cup 
and then what happens is Trevisa and Zebra they'll need to put put loyalties aside and think of the bigger picture. They come together and then they start picking the best out of the young fellas. So you drop that setup. You drop those those two teams. Well, it becomes one team. Can we now make a case? Them. Can we make a I case? Base them. For... I base them Why I base them in Treviso is because Treviso actually won the URC. True. Exactly. But I'm saying, are we great? Does this now does this now make a case for for Georgia and possibly Portugal? To to make a random team that can come and take in that space. Hey, hey, hey. You don't know what? Count out, don't count out La Belgique, eh? Don't count out Belgium. Because I don't know if you're watching here, yeah, Rugby Europe. Belgium are bringing the fire. Yeah, no, no, 100%. The fire. I think they beat Spain. I guess so, but I'm okay. So maybe I, I put those two teams in particular, but... Is this not what is needed to help those? Um, they call it what? They call it the Six Nations B. Is it what is it? What do they call it? The second tier one. Rugby, just rugby, rugby Those, that would be an opportunity for some of those guys to try and get a taste of it, isn't it? Of of some. But Black Lion, what what do you think Black Lion are doing for Georgia? No, Black yeah, which Black Lion are solely for Georgia, and I'm saying now, if if you dropped those two teams and they became one. Wouldn't it be worthwhile replacing one of those with like a random, you know, barbarian like kind of side? I know it's not ideal, but I think it it can be something. Barbarian doesn't work. No, no, but you got to pick what a nation. You you have to be a combined nation so that when when it comes to an actual tournament or World Cup, that chemistry already exists. Okay, Making so combined it a barbarian nation. side would be would be counterproductive to what you're trying to achieve, which is improving okay. the rugby in the country. So okay, so, so let's it's, just start so in Black Lions now. Let's go Georgia because they're meant to be the next team to come up into that uh, Six Nations bracket. 100%. Why not just 100%. increase the number of teams in in Six Nations mm-hmm. to seven? No, no. I, I, you no. We no, don't need another. We don't need another Italy. We don't need another Italy in that tournament. Six Nations is already... It's, it's, there's too many teams in it. Already. Same. I said the Six Nations is converted as it is. With Italy, who have been wooden spoon contenders perennially. You know. So, I think the Six Nations is already too congested. However, I think that you can look at that long term with... With... A black lion proving itself. Yeah. Let's not forget. Look at the Jaguars. They got to a super to a super rugby final. Though. With the black lions, will be proving themselves against who? <laughs> against the Lara shells. The Lara shells to lose those guys. If they can prove themselves against that caliber, I mean, if you look at the the Toulouse pack alone, the size of that forward pack. If you can get black lion to be competitive. We're not saying they need to win it, but they need to be hella competitive in the latter stages, semis, quarters, that kind of way. Because don't forget, there's other Georgians playing in France, so they'll come and fortify the team. But the core, the core of your team, the spine, the backbone, call it whatever you want, semantics-wise, they need to be playing together week in, week out. You can always add. You can always add to your, to a framework. But, you know, you can always add flesh to a framework, but there's no way you're going to add a framework to flesh. It's never going to happen. Can we move to the controversy, guys? <laughs> Wait, there's, there's a few of those. Which one are you referring to? Uh, the main one from the weekend. The it was no try. It was not a try. Thank Once you. Once again, thank Lita. you. The riffing was may have been dodged, but hey, I feel Russell and Co need to take responsibility before we even get to the ref. That nonsense they started doing cost them the game. <laughs> they they exactly. came back not wanting to play. They came back to defend yeah. the lead, and that was it. It was yeah, a different exactly. side that we saw. Exactly. Exactly. 
I was so disappointed, you know, and I was, I was like, yes, these 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 French dudes are getting chaiwat a second weekend in a row. You don't know how happy I was, man. I was so happy. Why? Why? <sighs> because you know what? If there's two sides that I really want to, who I want to feel the pain, it's France and it's Ireland. Because I think they're 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 rolling on this whole Takajunga ne South Africa and uh, and, uh, and, uh, and New Zealand. No 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 hold on dog hold on hold on hold on hold on let's correct you yeah let's correct you Ireland are the country are the ones who had the pundit you said the World Cup final that we deserved that we that we all wanted to see and we deserved that was an Irish pundit I didn't even. I I don't know what World Cup final they wanted to see. I got the World Cup final I wanted. I didn't get the result. I got it, but yeah. the final I wanted was the one I watched. <laughs> That's the exactly. honest truth. My 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 issue my issue with the Irish at the moment is that they're again buying into their own hype. Yeah. Rato Tang. They again. They think they're 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 as good as they were. I mean, yes, there was it, there were some good performances, particularly from Crow. I Crowley had a had a freaking field day. It was so good to see him play that well. But, but dude, what's that lock stand? Um Tyke Burn. No, 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 no. The one who won. Oh, the, Joe Matt McCarthy. McCarthy, he is a player. My. My good, that's he's got. You know, Joe McCarthy has a hundred caps written all over him. Dude, he's playing that like, dude. Twenty-two. He's twenty-two. Really? He's twenty-two, Fuck. and he is. That guy is gonna win World Player of the Year at some yeah. point in his career. He's actually mobile enough to play six. They may have to, because he is just. But he's such a unit as well. He's such. A, he's that guy. I mean, look, mm-hmm. Ireland. Let's just let's be honest, right? They are buying into their own hype, but it's hard not to when you have a team, a pack as complete as that. You've got a bat line that is pretty good. Are they pretty all go, all going to make it to the next tournament? <laughs> no, to the next World Cup? No, yeah. no. So no. so why 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 are we wasting each other's time just so that we can prove that we were better than New Zealand? I whatever. mean, let's start rebuilding early enough. Let's get the players there. I think they can build. They can build the team around, around um, McCarthy, around McCarthy and Crowley. I mean, Hugo Keenan is still fairly young, but what about yeah. Low? No, J Lo. J Lo. Is he old now? You yeah. think he's old? No, it's not that he's old. But what's it? I mean. He's gonna get exposed at the very highest level because there's nothing he's added to his game. His claim to fame is that he's got a big boot, and when it works, it kills you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's taking that's nothing thing. away from him. I was as gutted as I was as gutted as anyone when J Lo left when he left the Chiefs. But I just feel that in the future he's gonna be read and found out. You know, I mean, same thing with Calvin Nash. I mean, Calvin Nash is very strong, very abrasive, very rugged player, great runner, great ball carrier. Yeah. But when you take a Calvin Nash and you put him up against a Caleb Clark, particularly the way Caleb Clark was playing on the weekend, yeah, things don't look too good. Caleb made that catch, didn't he? That catch try. Caleb was phenomenal. But no, I think Ireland is still a step behind. They are still lacking. Cut that. Cut something. This system is great. Is the issue? But is the issue with Ireland not the fact that the the opposition that they face at the Six Nations is well lent? They already know what they're dealing with, and they just show up and they look like they're shining. So they're blowing no. up their own things. So, so decimate the other sides then, not not this crap that we're seeing. You win. So then, wh- where do they get the 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 cojones to start claiming or feeling like they are running on air? Because they are. But but listen, why are they? Game. 
Why are they still hanging on to Gibson Park and uh, Corner Mike? Because <laughs> they ain't nobody else. Ah, that's... Uh, uh, okay. All right. I mean, it's, it's, like, it's like having to deal... With, I like Peter Omani because he's just a... Just a he looks like a prick. And it looks like that guy is going to chirp you the whole day. But even he... You know, to be fair, we've got to start making those calls. We start making them now. I know everyone is like, no, no, you kind of, you don't want to spring on all these changes too early, blah, blah, blah. And you need to phase them in. But I mean, yeah, sometimes let's just. Uh, look, I think the way it's going, um, I I thought Caden Doris did a fantastic job as Irish captain. Yeah. And I think that that back row of Doris. You've got Doris, you've got um, Conan, you've got Van der Fleer. That is a backer of note. You know, where the Doris ends up. And then you've got Tyke Byrne in the second row, second row slash lock as well. And Joe McCarthy in there with James Ryan. You know, they've got, they've got a really good back five. Um, Do you know James, James just, Ryan was meant to be captain? Mm-hmm. And this kid came and just took the guy's jersey and I bet he's holding on for dear life. I'm not letting this thing go. <laughs> that's oh, a good I'm position a to be in, right? It's a good position to be in, having a kid that's looking this good at 22. You're, you're, you're a guy that you're considering as, a, as, as captain who's able to come in. Like you said, Tyke Byrne can play in the back row as well. Mm. Yeah, he can. You can do a very good job at six. Exactly. That's actually it's actually quite scary to be fair. Eh? Shit. Oh yeah, that's that's some size, that's some mobility. You know, they've got a really good thing going. I mean Dan Sheehan and Hooker is again yeah, look, Island of a solid squad, but again, as I said before, I shall say it again. Right? I say it again. What? It just looks as if they just won't cut it against the top boys because it's all too easy far for two games. Yeah, no, that's true. the problem. Did, did, did you guys see what Dane Cole did to Kian Healy? No. <laughs> Just as he just rolled him. <laughs> he just needs to go back. I think he needs to now call time. This is a good time to, to say it's over. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. Nah, no, he's done. He's done well. He's had a great career. He, he is. And he's a, actually a really great. But I think, you know, sometimes you, you try and push a bit further. And, you know, but, you know, rugby, Ningichingo to all, or international rugby also be saying, ah, we're not really, you know, I'm, I'm done. You know. Okay. While we're talking about rubbish, what's happening at Wales? Uh, it's exactly, hmm? there we go. What's, what's the happening? Word that you, used? you said rubbish. Hmm? Guys, about guys, <laughs> Gatley needs to go. Where? He's just come back. No, he needs to leave. He needs to leave because he's literally going to pull a, an Eddie for those guys. Not in terms of leaving, but in terms of messing up their, 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 their situation. Gatlin needs to go. And it's, 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 early days. it's early days. If he leaves now, they can do something for the next World Cup. But if he hangs around, it's going to be terrible. Because right now, how could they lose to England? Fair boss was taking a walk and they're telling him to jump off a cliff like that publicly. Guys, I, 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 think, I think so. My honest opinion what Wales should have done, they should have kind of stuck with Pivak a bit longer. Um, mm. They weren't patient enough with him, and you know, they really just thought, oh no, we need a savior, blah blah blah. I, I, if they'd stuck with him, they would have been going somewhere by now. The problem is they thought they could just pull a, a another a, 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 a heist at at the Rugby World Cup. It doesn't work, mm. not with the at least not with the players that they have currently. I mean, 
the team was aging. Um, they also, you know, they're not in the right, they're not in the right place right now. So it was a good time to just start afresh. Let him, let him give him time to build his side the way he sees it. I think there is potential when you look at them play. Hey, but actually, I'm lying because England are also just crap. So I can't even use that as a as a yardstick. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, they should have given Pivak a chance. He probably could have started building something. Gatlin yeah. needs to step down. And let's He's face others. Well, then Wales are in trouble. Because I don't know what you're telling players as well with that kind of attitude. I don't know what you're, what you're trying to portray to people as well when you're talking like that about players. Come on. That was out of line. That was out of order. You can't do that. What did he say? Um, the defensive coach said, uh, we'll sort him or something like that. And then during a press conference, they asked um, Gatlin, so what do you think about the whole situation? And he's like, yeah, well, so-and-so said, well, he can sort off or he sort him. And I think he's right. And I'm like, how can you say that? How do you even repeat that in a press conference? You know, you could have said anything else. But you, 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 the, you're portraying the wrong image. And you're coming across like, you know, like you're this big, all-powerful thing that you're not. But that's just the problem, right? When you've overstayed and you've pretty much, for, from his perspective, he's reached the ceiling, he's literally becoming like Eddie. Um, you've... No, no. You've reached your ceiling. So now, the only yeah. thing you can be now is a problem. And just really? mouth off. You know, you know and, and, and that's just where he is. You know, the only other... There's nothing else you can contribute, at least not at the moment. And so he's just... He's, he's just yapping. Uh, very true. Very true. Very, very true. But anyway, um, oh, this is funny. Anyway, um, yeah. So, any other news, gentlemen? Springboks coaching, coaching team. Good coaching. Good coaching team. Good coaching. I am. I am. I am <laughs> shitting myself. I won't lie to you. I am crapping myself at the thought of. You know, the fact that Rassi is already pretty smart, then you put these guys together. I mean, there was the guys that were already there, and we've seen what they can do as a team. You put Flannery now in there. Then what's what's really worrying me is Tony Brown. Now, Tony oh, yeah. Brown pulled magic with a Japanese side that had no no real forward pack to work with. Now you're allowing him the benefit of having probably probably the biggest pack in the world and he gets to form an attack around that yes they're not necessarily the most skilled backs but i think we've seen a number of them that have really been improving and it, it it's scaring me the thought of it is scaring me and i'm just seeing this dominant springbok side that has suddenly got power and flair and it's just gonna cause havoc <laughs> this is good though it's, right Especially, especially if they pick the right players. What? That's the thing. They've got if players they coming right, through. If they pick the right players, you could be looking at a 10, 12, 13, 15. You could have an all-colored all backlight. They I don't want to be racing to it, but I mean, if you look at it, you've got Lebok, he's a fantastic player. Then you've got Sasha. I'm not even going to say Feinberg, I'm just saying Gomezuli. You've got Sasha Gomezuli, who is arguably the most talented youngster in South Africa right now. That dude is just, he's, a, he, he's another True. level. Oh, True. that kid, that kid. Add Kanan to that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanan Moody, 
you've got Damien Willem at the back, you've got Aaron Tehano on the wing, you've got Cole, I, I, well, Colby's a bit on the old side, so we're with Colby. I I am really I I I am worried. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I would like to say, Reza is a good coach. I was about Don't to say that he's a good, he's a good coach, and yeah. he picked a solid a uh, solid coaching team as well. But uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you um, you. It's going to be an interesting. Um, what's it called? The championship, rugby championship this year. Because that's when we're going to start to see what's really going on, right? I, I don't oh, think yeah. we're going to see it that early, though. Well, we'll so, see. We'll see. We'll see signs. We'll see something. <sighs> we'll see. Razor's not going to show up this this season and not want us to be to, to be calm about the future. He's going to show us something. Nah, it's going to be interesting. Yo, Say it again. There's a lot. Of, there's a there's a lot to look forward to this year. Yeah. A it's lot. Really interesting. Oh, yeah. And yeah and, but first, let's deal with Super Rugby and let's deal with Super Rugby Super B. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang. I'm going to try. This year, I'm going to try and be better at Super B. Yeah, we're not listening to you. Not I was that's about it. Yeah. I was really shocking last year. <laughs> uh. Yeah, let's see if you can make it happen this year. Tech, tech guy, are you setting it up? Is it up already? Why are you going to ask these questions? I'm just asking, man. I need to know. Isn't, isn't, it, it's, it's starting next weekend, right? So, like, this is, this is still preseason this weekend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be, it, it'll be up probably tomorrow, Friday, the 16th of February. And, uh, come get some. All right. Oh, I'm winning. You heard it here first. Come and get some. All right, guys. I think that's all for tonight. That's all, folks. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll have a more impactful episode next week, obviously, because we'll be previewing the previewing, previewing the Six Nations game for the weekend. But yeah, any last words, anybody? No. Nah, no. it's all said and done. All right. Well, peace out, everybody. We'll catch you next week. Have a good one. Peace. Cheers.